This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Freaking first cut. Golly. What's going on, YouTube? Rick here, and we are about to dive into round two of the Valero Texas Open. Talk about the notables, who's at the top of the leaderboard, and yes, even a Tiger Woods update. Make sure you are liking this video and subscribing to the channel for more great stuff. Welcome to round two's recap. I'm Rick Gaiman. That right there, the coach. We got him. What's going on, coach? Yes, sir. It's been a long couple of days, but we are set for the weekend at the Valero Texas Open. So let's go. Uh, let's go. You are in the thick of it. You are yep. down there uh, taking in the Valero Texas Open. You're actually doing it from in studio. You're doing a great yep. job. We're going to talk about the Valero, yep. but let's just get let's get the Tiger stuff out of the way. Okay. The, the update. There is no update. We've got uh, we've got the field. He's still listed in the field, which is not necessarily a big deal because he could just show up on Thursday and play the Masters. He doesn't have to tell anybody. He doesn't have to say anything. It's just kind of we're stuck in this state of waiting. I, I actually I actually asked some of the executives down here today because I wasn't sure. You know, rules change all the time. And the PGA Tour, just so everybody knows, you have to declare by five o'clock on Friday. If you're going to play the next week, the Masters, that is not the case. So he could actually show up on Wednesday, which I would recommend him not doing, and just play. But everybody down here is talking about it. And they're talking about it for several different reasons, Rick. They're saying, hey, this would be great for Rory McIlroy, especially if he is on the opposite side of the field. Think about that. All the attention will be on Tiger. They say it will be bad for JT because probably the Masters will put JT with Tiger, and then he's going to be in the middle of all that hopla. So I think it matters. It's going to affect who wins, and it's going to affect who plays well if he does indeed tee it up next Thursday. Yeah, the amount of oxygen that he would uh, suck out of the rest of the field <laughs> would be would be amazing. But right, it's it's an invitational. There's no alternate. Mm-hmm. So him him saying he's in or him saying he's out doesn't really impact the rest of the field. So coach, we That's will right. enter the weekend waiting and seeing. 
The Valero Texas Open, though, uh, they're not going to wait and see over the weekend. They're going to play. They're going to get to moving day on Saturday. We're going to crown a champion on Sunday. And the top of the leaderboard is shaping up with a lot of guys who can also punch their ticket to Augusta National next week. As we chat right now, Ryan Palmer atop the leaderboard, 10 under par, two shots clear of Kevin Chapel, Matt Kuchar, Dylan Fratelli. These are not the big names we might have been expecting when this event kicked off. Yeah, there is, there's one spot left, as you said, for a player who's not otherwise already eligible to play in the Masters next week. So there's a lot to play for. And famously, a couple of years ago, when Corey Connors Monday qualified, he told his wife on Sunday morning, she already had tickets booked back home. He says, I think I've got different plans. Let's just hold off on those tickets. And they took a private jet after he won the Valero Texas Open. But Rick, here's the thing. A lot of players have come to this event because they like a very difficult track right before the Masters. Now, when they played in Houston, they set the course up like Augusta National. That's not the case here, but this is a very, very difficult course. The greens are really hard to hit, and so the players are feeling, I think, a little bit stressed out because 8-under was at the lead for almost the entire day until Ryan Palmer got busy in the afternoon. And did you know, Rick, that Ryan Palmer has the most starts in the state of Texas without a win in the state of Texas. So I don't think anybody wants to win this tournament more, especially when his good buddy Jordan Spieth won it just 12 months ago, than Ryan Palmer. He's playing motivated. He's playing good. But there's a lot of big names that didn't play well this week and won't be around for the weekend as well. Yeah, we're going to talk about those guys. I did not know that Ryan Palmer fact. Yeah. I do know that Ryan Palmer, does Ryan Palmer have blackmail on the rest of the PGA Tour? So he's going to partner <laughs> with Scotty Scheffler at the Zurich Classic, the new number one golfer in the world. So let me recap uh, the past <laughs> couple of partners Ryan Palmer has had. Scotty Scheffler, Jordan Spieth, John Rahm. This guy's doing it right. I'm just trying to figure out how you go. If, if you play really well, how do you not team up with them again? How do, how do you make that call and say, hey, Ryan, thanks, but no thanks. I mean, how do you do that? But apparently everybody wants to play with him, and Scotty Scheffler is going to be the next one. Yeah, Scotty Scheffler, uh, congratulations. You've got Ryan Palmer on your side. Let's talk about the notables here because the big boys, uh, the majority of them not going to be around for the weekend. The one that we will see this weekend is Jordan Spieth, a two under 70 on Friday. And he had some uh, putting issues, coach, and you were actually there on the call. I'm not going to ask you. I'm not going to ask you to recreate it because Jacob's got something for us. Oh, what is he doing? <laughs> so that will now be added to the collection of drops that we have. Oh, my goodness. Play. Oh, what is he doing? Coach, he three putts from three feet, three inches. There are times when you're getting ready for what you're going to do next because it's a you're like, oh, they're just going to tap it in. And that was one of those situations. So I looked down at my notes because I was like, where are they going next? And it was one of those quick, quick three putts from like three feet. Two and a half feet is ridiculous. So when you look at his 70, and there you see it on the screen, and he he's done this a couple of times in his career, but we saw right after he did this, every player marked it. It didn't matter if it was six inches. They were marking, redo it. And these are the type of things that you can't do in a tournament that you're trying to win. You can't lose your concentration. And Speed did that a lot today. He's going to play the weekend. He needs to play the weekend because we know that Augusta National is a place that it is like a par 68 for him. Not for Bryson, 
But for Jordan Spieth, he owns Augusta National. He loves Augusta National. But right now, it is hard to watch him play. It's hard to watch him rehearse. It's hard to watch him do everything. And so he, Bryson, Rory, all these top dogs down here, they are really struggling with their games. Yeah, Bryson DeChambeau was just, I mean, he was all over the yard. It was oh. it was every direction, uh, very little control of the golf ball. When the dust settled, it was a four over 76, so that's two rounds over par. He will not be around for the weekend, and Coach, we know he's trying to knock off the rust. We know there's probably still uh, aspects of that lingering wrist injury, but yeah, he's not going to turn Augusta National into a par 67. He's not going to bring it to its knees playing like this. I thought that if his driver was erratic, that that would be fine. But his first tee shot today, Rick, went probably 60 yards right with an iron. Mm -hmm. it, was, it, it, it was a shot you and I would never make. And that's how bad he's hitting the ball right now. He probably had four or five shots out of the gunch that all he could do was just chip it out. He was so offline today with every club. Driver all the way down to wedges. He was not good. And if I was going to fade somebody next week, I would start with Bryson DeChambeau because not only is his game not up to par, but his attitude is not up to par. And right now he is not enjoying playing the game of golf because we know the high standards that he has, and he's not even close to that right now. No, he's not. And I'm sure this soundbite will eventually come back to bite me. But, like, you know, there's – he is not even – played well at Augusta National in his career coach no. his best no. result was that t21 as an amateur that as was an amateur that was, absolutely you know, that was that's his best result so you've got a guy who I just watched spray it who I know has been struggling with injuries and you and, and you want him to get right but mm -hmm. I don't know how you I can put together in my brain a scenario in which he plays well next week well his short game is is I mean I'm just being honest his short game is terrible right now his putting is not as good as it usually is because he's an excellent putter and if you cannot chip around Augusta National, you can't score there. You've got to have every part of your game on point, or you just can't compete at Augusta National. And none of his game right now is on point. But I would tell you, he's not the only one, Rick. Not by a long shot. Well, how about Roy McIlroy? Because he treads water to a Saturday 73, combine that with his, or excuse me, a Friday 73, combine that with his mm -hmm. Thursday 72. That's one over par, and he's going home, coach. So he can uh, focus on trying to complete the career grand slam. But if you're Roy McIlroy, hit some good drives. He hit some bad drives as well. But his approach play, those irons and wedges were were subpar. Ne never gave himself an opportunity. Uh, there was never He was never whole high. He was either two clubs over, two clubs under. He had six birdies, six bogeys on Thursday, and today was just kind of ho-hum. We were technically supposed to follow his group around, and it was just nothing going on. So we switched to the Bryson group uh, when we got to the linear window. Right now, the only thing that's going to save him is, like I said, if Tiger plays. Because otherwise, he's going to be one of the top three storylines, as he is every single year. And since he's had the opportunity, Rick, to win the career Grand Slam – he too has not had, he's not done anything. He hasn't come close. We thought it was a matter of when, not if. Now, I don't know if we can say that because he's now getting farther and farther away from that happening. And there's so many good young players that are not scared of him and they're not scared of Augusta National and they'll go there and they'll compete. And so Rory doesn't have that mystique anymore because he doesn't have the game to back it up right now. And I don't know if he's going to find it in the next five days. 
Yeah, it's very interesting. Well, our, our defending uh, champion next week, Hideki Matsuyama, has ended his week at the Valero yeah. Texas Open. Played nine holes on Friday before withdrawing. That's still that lingering back or neck. Depending on who you ask, it's a back injury. That Somebody else will tell you it's a neck injury. Whatever it is, uh, Hideki uh, could not finish the Valero Texas Open. Uh, it's kind of a shame, right? We, we've talked about so much of the international implications around how massive his victory was, and now he's finally going back to relish in the pomp and circumstance, and he's battling these injuries, and it would be a shame if he couldn't compete to his to his best level. To your point, it's kind of it's a combination of his neck and his back. And today he wore the the thing on his neck, but it, the pain has gone down to his back, and he, he pulled out. He almost had a hole in one today, and then he pulled out afterwards. Think of how unfortunate things have been for Hadek. He's had a lot of good things happen, obviously, but he shoots a sixty three at the players. COVID cancels that after the first round, and now he wins the Masters, and he's had a pretty good year. He's fourth in the FedEx Cup standings. He won in Hawaii. He's on point, and then the injury bug comes in arguably the biggest week of his career. And I would say it's bigger than last year because we didn't know he was going to win last year. Right. So he's still plus 2,500. I would tell people at home, if they're watching right now, do not put a dime on Hideki. Even if he tees it up, there is no guarantee that he's going to make it through the first day or even the second day. And based off his form of what I saw the last couple of days, even if he does play, He's not going to contend. He just doesn't have the game right now to contend. And it's a shame. He really is because there's going to be probably a record number of media from Japan. He's the biggest star there. It was the biggest win ever. And I hope he can compete, but I just don't think, Rick, that he's going to. Yeah, tough to find a path. You just hope he's healthy and he can play well enough. Uh, Okay, Coach, we are going to talk about some guys that we could put a dime on, and we're going to see – the live odds uh, from our friends over at Caesar Sportsbook. But for now, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, Well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them. And easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. And we're back. It is Ryan Palmer who sits atop the leaderboard, who also sits atop the odds board at Caesar Sportsbook. Plus 450, Gary Woodland, uh, who had a nice little shot into 18. I don't know if you were able to catch it, Coach. I he caught it. Right I up caught it. That stone yeah. there. Yeah, pretty yep. simple move. I don't, I don't have that shot in my repertoire. 
<laughs> I was shocked that he actually tried to play it, to be honest yeah. with you. He's had some wrist injuries. It looked like the angle that we had, that there was only maybe an inch between the, the ball and the rock. He played a fantastic shot, and then he didn't make the putt. I know, he didn't pay it all. <laughs> right, right? But he still shot at 67. He's eight under par. These numbers, I would jump all over Ryan Palmer with a two-shot lead. And when you look at the guys that are chasing, it's not like a murderer's row. I would probably put a little sprinkle on Gary Woodland too, but look at this. Kuchar, he plays great here every single year, but it's not like he he he, he wins all the time. For Telly, J.J. Spawn, Lucas Glover, Charles Howell III, need I go on, Brendan Todd, uh, you Scott need Gutcheski. <laughs> Scott, I, I had to call Gutcheski because he got into the tournament when Answer dropped out. And then he's on the leaderboard, shot a 400 today. So give him a lot of credit. Is he going to stay up there? I don't know. But my point is, you can go all the way down to 10th, 11th, 12th place, and there's nobody other than Woodland and Kuchar that I think can catch Ryan Palmer. So I think he's worth the bet, and I think that number will come down overnight, certainly not go up. Yeah, it's wide open at the moment. Gary Woodland, uh, plus 700. Matt Kuchar, 10 to 1. Uh, Lucas Glover finished off in a flurry as well. He's 20 to 1. I mean, I would, how far back is too far back, coach? If Palmer's in at 10 and his next closest chasers are at 8 under, I mean, are the fours still alive? How about the threes? I, I think you could say because we have two days left that the fours have a chance. I think there's, we always see it, Rick. Every single week, there's always one guy who's five or six shots back that has a big day on Saturday and jumps up the leaderboard. So to me, I'm going to go down to the fours. And my pick to click for the week, Adam Hadwin, he's my one and done. He's sitting at four under par. Uh, Riley, who nearly won the Valspar, he's sitting at four under par. So there's some guys there that I think have the game to go low tomorrow if they can get hot. But that's going to be a very, very difficult thing to do. I think what's going to have to happen is Palmer and Woodland will have to come back a little bit and maybe have 10 under win by Sunday. Because if the wins get higher like they did this afternoon, you're not going to see a lot of low scores out there. Woodland's score today was phenomenal, as was Palmer Palmer's in that win. Yeah, I was pretty impressed with both of those guys. Woodland's been rounding into form. Good to see him playing well again. Uh, okay, we're going to be back after each and every round of the Valero Texas Open to break it all down. But we're going to stop for now. Give a big thanks uh, to producer Jacob. Does all the hard work behind the scenes. That's the coach. You can find him on Twitter at the coach rules. And you can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut and we'll catch you next time. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road, any road, the steeper the better. Because my all new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.